We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. tries to figure out how she's still single, even though uh, if she eats a cracker too fast and then starts talking, she'll start choking, just like she'll choke on your dick. I don't know why I was speaking about myself in the third person. Usually I say I. This is already uh, wild. Anywho, my guest today, you know her, you love her. She performs at UCB. She was also on uh, DC Superhero Girl, Super Shorts, also Little Big Awesome, Big City Greens. We were on a failed Fox television show called Party Over Here. Also, we did sketch together for such a long time at UCB. And she's got a podcast called Off Book on the Earwolf Network. It's Jessica McKenna. Whoa, that was fun. It's fun, right? Hearing like credits and stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, reoccurring VO credits. This is fun. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I think VO's the best kind of job. Oh, man, it's great. You wake up, you don't put on any makeup. Uh, Maybe you don't shower. Who cares? No one's really going to smell you. Truly. Uh, yeah, it's a blast. I love it. Jess, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Um, I've wanted to get you for a very long time, but I feel like you're always traveling and like with your family who loves you. Oh, that's so nice. And I feel like you're always traveling. Mm-hmm. We're just both always traveling. We are always traveling. Where's time? Where does it happen? I don't know. It's so <laughs> weird that I don't get to see people I love as often as I get to see them. Because like we used to do sketch, so I would see you once or twice a week and then we would do our show once a month. And then we stopped doing that. And then it was... You have to, like, make the time to hang out with people. We got to do it. I felt like I had we had to go to Austin to hang out. <laughs> yes, we did uh, Moon Tower in Austin, 
And it was so delightful to see you. While we were there, the biggest cockroach in the world <laughs> was crawling up this wall and then took flight. <laughs> Took flight like a bird. Like it suddenly, we were like uh, on the fence if this was some sort of not oh. even a bug, it was actually a bat. It was so large. It was large and in charge, and I ran away from it. Yeah, it was scary. Oh, it was terrifying. Jess, you're not a single lady. I'm not. You're a taken lady. Off the market. Off the market. You are uh, gift wrapped up for someone <laughs> You're not for sale. Every night I put a bow on and I say, here I am. Wait, is that what relationships are like? Yeah, you need to get more bows, Nicole. Okay, maybe if I get more bows, somebody will date me. But you've been married for a long, long time. Married for four years, and we've mm -hmm. been together um, nine in August. Ooh, that is, that's such a long time. Almost a decade. Mm-hmm. We've been together in August longer than high school and college combined, which is very weird. That is weird, but also a really fun way to quantify the amount of time. Yeah, I really like thinking about like those four years on uh, whichever one are so formative. So mm -hmm. much happens. It gets like packed in. And then to think that it's longer than that combined. My entire like growing up mm -hmm. is wild. Soon you'll have been together no, that doesn't make any sense. I was about to be like, soon you guys are going to have been together longer than you've been alive. <laughs> that doesn't make any sort of sense. <laughs> well, that's what I say, because I'm like, uh, this is till death till us forever. I'm going to we're going to dance on a cloud. And he's like, I'm pretty sure that's not what happens. And I said till death do us part. So I love that the afterlife is you dancing on a cloud <laughs> and me going, I told you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, boy, oh, I'm boy. tired. Can't we just take a nap? Uh, how did you guys, I don't think I know the story of how you met. Uh, so we both went to the same college, but not, we were, I didn't know him at school. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I first graduated from college, I spent one, not even a year in New York uh, before mm -hmm. I was like, mm, I think this is not, maybe not this for me. This is not for me. This it's is dirty. not for me. This is <laughs> stressful and hard. <laughs> how are you creative when all of your time and energy goes towards grocery shopping? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand the time. Oh, I have this memory of getting a, a full-length mirror at Bed Bath & Beyond and taking it home on the subway and everyone mm -hmm. looking at me but seeing themselves and being like, this is untenable. Honestly, pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you weren't just shopping for a mirror and like your bit in life was like, I want you to see yourself. <laughs> see yourself in me. <laughs> see the struggle in this rush hour train. Um no, it was great. I didn't, it was like not an anti-New York. It was just sort of like, oh, I think I mm -hmm. want to be in LA. But anyway, so when I moved to, um, back to California, I'm from Orange County. Mm -hmm. I was spending like the summer basically just at home because um, our mutual friend, former guest of the pod, Jen D'Angelo, mm -hmm. was going to come out to be my roommate and her summer was a little up in the air too. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll just spend the summer at home in Orange County and I can like come up and kind of get bearings and then we'll mm -hmm. look for a place when you get here. So I was at a party of mutual Northwestern friends and he was at that party. So I wasn't even in LA yet. It was like mm -hmm. the end of July. I was living in Orange County, just like going on bike rides. So he was at a party in Orange County? No. So he was, I oh. came up to LA. Ah, okay. I would like come up sometimes and mm -hmm. this actually, I came up that day to audition into the Groundlings. Ah. classes and then my friends were like we're having a party so I stayed mm -hmm. went to this party 
And then my friend Dan told, I talked to three new men that night that I'd never met who were like older Northwestern Mm -hmm. people. I probably talked to each of them for 10 minutes and I would say absolutely no flirting in any of these conversations (laughs) whatsoever. Just truly like, hi, oh, you Mm -hmm. went, oh, what dorm were you in? Like, so nothing, no, no vibes, no energy from none of them. But then my friend Dan was like, someone at this party is asking about you and wouldn't tell me who it was. And I'm like, well, I, I, this is, I, from that, mm-hmm. any of those conversations was very surprising to me. And then when I got home, he had Facebook friended me and included a message as you could use. I don't know if you can still do that. That Who was knows? like, I had a fun time talking to you at that party. Would you want to go out sometime? Oh, what a treat. Oh boy. And it was his birthday and he had just eaten all you can eat sushi. <laughs> I think that's a perfect birthday. You eat all you can eat sushi. You go to just a party with no expectations. You talk to this lovely woman. You're like, I like that. I would like, I want that. What a and good then, birthday. Yeah. I also like how forward he was, but not in a threatening way. Not forward enough to like ask me to my face. <laughs> um, but yes, he was. And actually someone else had given him the Actually, two people were like, no, don't ask her out yet. She's not in the city yet, and, like, one of our friends tried to date her, and she was, like, kind of, uh, I think, like, aloof. Like, not, they weren't, like, talking crap mm-hmm. or anything. It was just, like, uh, just let her get settled. You'll see her again. Let it be more organic. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, no. 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 And I love that. Also, I had sort of started daydreaming about moving to L.A. after I had no, like, idea what I was doing in New York, and I would just go to, like, open calls for Broadway-type stuff or mm-hmm. Broadway tours and things like that. And there were going to be auditions for Lieutenant Vanishmore, but here at the Mark Taper. And mm-hmm. I was trying so hard to figure out how I could audition, but they were only having union auditions. Mm-hmm. But it kind of was the catalyst that made me think, oh, maybe I'll go back to California and I'll do this if I could get in this play. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, then maybe I'll get like an agent that way and then I'll stay. And then I was like, I think I just want to move to L.A. And then that play was our first date. <gasps> oh, that's I think it's called Kismet. Yeah. When something that's like meant to be is meant to be and it like it's kind of full circle. Yeah. I love it. That's um Martin McDonough. Uh-huh. That's a pretty intense uh first date. Here's the other thing that's actually bananas when I think about it now. He was like pitched me three ideas. He's mm-hmm. like, Do you wanna go see Convoy at UCB? They're my favorite improv team. <laughs> I can come to you in Orange County and we can go like mini golfing or something, which was very sweet that he volunteered mm-hmm. to drive. Or he's like, or we could go see this play. And actually the the woman who got that part that I wanted to, that not that I would ever have gotten it, mm-hmm. but that I like wanted to even try to audition for was a friend, like he knew her from Northwestern. Wow. He's like, or we can go see this play. And I was like, I let, let's go see that play. And mm-hmm. I just fully picked the most expensive option. Well, it's expensive. And also... I don't remember that play, but have you ever seen or read The Pillow Man? Yes. It's fucking it. They crucify a little girl on stage. It's intense. Well, the Lieutenant Vanishmore opens with a man dangling from his feet being yes. tortured. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. The main the main guy in the play was Chris Pine. And then <laughs> after we saw the play, we went to worst the like sausage and beer place around here mm-hmm. and they were all the whole cast was there too. It's oh. very strange. So this is before Chris Pine really took off. He was still fairly famous. Like, he had already been in Star Trek. Oh, okay. Were people, like, crowding him? Kind of. That must be intense. It was weird. But it it was pretty chill because it was, like, darkly lit. And I Mm -hmm. feel like L.A. people are a little chiller about celebrities in L.A. They're a little more like, we don't make a big deal out of this. 
be surprised. I went to Ample Hills Creamery yesterday, and two little boys ran up to me and said, do you play and nailed it? And I was like, well, oh, I host it. Oh. And then they went, mm, bye. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> well, they don't have chill yet. And also, no. people in Austin were wild to you. <laughs> You're, I need the listeners to know that Nicole is gracious and lovely <laughs> and very kind and patient, but don't say weird. Don't say weird stuff. People say the strangest things to me. You I've were just so really kind. used to it. You were so kind. Well, I don't know what to say. I... I don't want to be like, hey, what you just did was weird and you got to go home and think about just it. Don't so inter- just like- don't interrupt. If you see Nicole <laughs> talking to Sashir, you do not get an interject to say, wow, you're pretty. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it is weird. Get out of here. People really love to tell me you're prettier in person. I hate that. And I say, thank you. You're- then I go home, look in the mirror and go, do I look like dog shit on, on TV? That's so is that, is ridiculous. That what you're to tell me? I mean... You glow. You glow hey, in both settings. Thank you. Today I'm glowing you because look, of the oil on my face. You look so good right now. Thank you. You got sort of like long, loose, wavy curls yes. with a slight pin back. Yes. We have like a pretty extended out cat eye right now. Great lashes, great brows. Thank you. She's looking great. Jess, you're looking great. I was saying you look like a summer vacation. You're wearing a loose striped shirt, some olive, uh, not capris, but they're like ankle pants. Mm-hmm. You're wearing some Birkenstocks. I love it. Your hair is down. It is flowing. Thank you so you much. You look great. Thank you. So nine years. Okay, I read an article that said that when you were dating someone, you don't actually know them until about like a year and a half, two years in. Do you agree or disagree? What are your thoughts? I think that... Um, some of my other dating experiences were kind of born out of, were around. It was really different with Morgan that we began as completely like, oh, we're outwardly dating mm-hmm. rather than like, you're a friend that I've like been around with. And now all of a sudden feelings have developed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say it probably took like a year or more. And if I think about it, I feel like that first year is probably the most like tumultuous mm-hmm. of like, oh, hard to understand and get on the same page. Whereas now I know him so well that I'm, I give him a lot more. Uh, he has, I have so much more understanding about mm-hmm. him. Where I'm like, Oh, we're coming at this differently because of how we're fundamentally different people versus I think also just an age thing. Mm-hmm. When we started dating, I was like, I don't understand. Why don't we define love exactly the same way? <laughs> Why aren't all of our experiences leading to the same conclusions? <laughs> And so I think it was also my own maturity, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it took a while. You guys do a lot of cute things together. One of my favorite Instagram pictures is you guys at Coachella, not in matching short overalls, but in like variations of these short overalls. And I was like, this is so fucking cute. (laughs) Thank you. Those were made by his mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. And I love it. Uh, she made uh, she made us overalls for for Coachella. He wore the same one every day. Last year we had matching shirts that said friendship. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we're pretty dorky. I mean, I feel like I, he doesn't have um, a lot of. He has no cool kid factor. He puts absolutely no. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not interested in mm-hmm. like he. You know, he doesn't dress. Boy, I really wish he would listen to me about how he dresses. <laughs> Do you have a lot of conversations about how he dresses? Yeah, I mean, for him, he's like, I just choose to understand when it matters, which is mm-hmm. like, if I'm in an interview or if I'm going to, like, work, yes, I want to look, like, nice and presentable and mm-hmm. put together, but I don't care about looking cool. And I'm like, you should care about looking, mm-hmm. like, a 
not cool, but just you could bump it up a little bit. You like could have put like together. Yeah. And like, let's get you some like more rotation in the shoe. Right now he'll like get a pair of sneakers and then wear them till they're dead. Mm-hmm. And they won't necessarily be great. And then a compromise was we got him all birds and he like over tightened them. So now they look like <laughs> duck clown shoes and he has to double knot them or else they are. And he just does not care. And then if it's the weekend or he, he, we're not like with people, like we're not with my family or mm-hmm. some, he will truly dress insane. I made mm-hmm. him get these shorts for our honeymoon that, that I truly in my mind was like, they'll only be worn on this trip. Mm-hmm. That were like white shorts with palm trees on them, which were, okay, that's a big swing. But they were from like Old Navy and like $15. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's get fun honeymoon clothes. <laughs> so he was like, fine, I'll get these shorts that I hate. And then they grew on him or whatever. So then he would wear them constantly. <laughs> But, like, with a white T-shirt. So he'd oh. be in, like, all so he, white. Like, he looked like he was going to go play tennis. Yes. But then, or, like, with an orange, like, just never. I was like, these shorts have, like, two approved shirts, and you're never wearing them. I love that so much. Sounds like my dad. My dad wore essentially, like, a uniform. Yeah. He had, like, button downs and a couple different colors. And then very ill-fitting pants yeah. that you would tuck these button-downs into. And then one day he wore a purple one because my mom bought him a purple one. And we were like, Dad, you look so good. And he was like, grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> and then never wore it again. Uh, I know. I was like, do you not want to look good? I What's know. your deal? I know. It's like, it's one thing you don't have to care about fashion, but you can care about, like, how you <laughs> present yourself to the world. I, like, want to be in a relationship specifically to fight with someone over trivial things. Oh. I would love to just be like, just look better. <laughs> I know. You got to keep it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you got to keep it real light with my boy, though, because mm. he has a low tolerance for fighting and, okay. and and needless bickering. So it all has to be like, hey, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's a fun choice. What's happening here? I love that so much. Where did you go? Wait, how long did you date? So you got married four years ago. So you dated for five years before getting married. Uh huh. And then when did you move in together? After marriage or before marriage? Um, I did not want to live together till we got married. So uh, we it got like scooted by two months by nature of needing to find a place mm-hmm. and have like moved out in time. So we did not live together until we were married, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, we fudged it by like two months. May I? Is it a personal reason? No, I, I just, um, it wasn't, I think maybe I grew up thinking very like, Traditionally mm-hmm. about my about my romantic future, but for me it was more like I wanted there to be a real hard distinction. Okay, I wanted it to really feel like we were turning a page mm-hmm. rather than oh we just kind of like slid into the evolution as a couple. Mm-hmm. I felt like when we get married, it should really feel really different. I like that. And he didn't like that at first. Ah. He was like, I always imagined that I would live with the person so that I could really like know the deal mm-hmm. and I was kind of like you'll know the deal <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if a toothbrush situation is like what's gonna break us we are made of not tough stuff <laughs> we are made of not tough stuff I really hope that becomes a slogan for something we are made of not, not tough, tough stuff <laughs> <laughs> where did you go in your honeymoon Costa Rica Ooh, that's fun were you on the coast or inland both Ooh. we did like three days uh 
inland in three days on a coast. How did you come to the conclusion to go to Costa Rica? <sighs> Great question. Um, well, I uh, we kind of were interested in going somewhere n- neither of us had been, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to go somewhere where I would feel like we had to go, go, go. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh my gosh, we have to like get up and be on safari or else we're going to miss this opportunity <laughs> or like we have to go see a million museums. I wanted to still like park on a beach and kind of have a low impact for mm-hmm. doing things. Uh, and that kind of, but he is not really interested in those types of vacations as much. Uh-huh. So this felt like a little compromise because oh, okay. we could, we did just sort of just sit in different pools of water. Like we're going to go to a hot spring. We're going to go to the pool. We're going to go in this hot tub. That's my favorite type of vacation. Uh-huh. Just real getting pruny uh-huh. and then eating a dinner. Uh-huh. That's exactly. And then waking up, getting pruny and eating a dinner. And that's exactly what we did. When between the transfer place, we went to like a national park. That was like the most... When we did like a hike. But mm. other than that, it was just like sitting in water, drinking drinks, sitting in different water, <laughs> drinking different drinks. Do you got married here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's Morgan from? South Carolina. Oh, so did all his family have to fly out? Mm-hmm. Was that a point of contention? Did any of the family be like, I don't want to? No, we had, I, my dad paid for it. So it was very much like, well, we're going to kind of have mm. a little more muscle here because mm-hmm. we're like, quote unquote, hosting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I have a much bigger extended family than him. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a wash. And I had I still had some family coming from out of town. But my inherited list, because I was also, my older siblings got married before me. And since my parents paid for all three of those weddings, they were like, and now here's the must invite. Like, mm-hmm. Jessica, you can't cut someone who was at Kathleen's wedding kind of thing. Ah. So I started with 105 people I had to invite. Whoa, yeah. so that's I, wild. Yeah. So I knew everyone at my wedding and Morgan probably didn't know like 70 people. Whoa, that's a pretty big wedding. How big was your guest list at the end? Um, I think 195. Whoa. I don't think I know 195 Yes, people. you do. You're going to, when you're making your list, you're going to be like, crap. And you're going to like have a hard time getting it down to 250. Oh, boy. You'll be shocked. It'll like blow your mind how quick it bumps up. I Maybe I'll marry somebody who doesn't have a friend or family. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just be like 50 people. And we're like, yay, yay. we did it. <laughs> did you have a boyfriend in middle school? Yes. Yeah, I had a boyfriend in middle school. J. Well, I don't, probably shouldn't say his name, but his first name was Jr. Okay. Um, I think. Oh gosh, I think this is. I think he's maybe the only. I think he's the boy I loved the most next to Morgan. <laughs> if I think about the true intensity of that relationship, really, it really blows my mind. I really feel like it was maybe more intense feelings. No, I think it's the first time you're feeling anything like that. Yes. So you're like, ah, and your body kind of can't contain it, but. I feel like I was like kind of obsessed with him mm-hmm. in a way. And then this girl, a friend of both of ours, also had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. And it became this very dramatic like love triangle where then when we got back together, we kept it secret. Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. I did not have any romance happen in middle school. So, like, I watch things like 13 Reasons Why or Euphoria because I think I'm, like, trying to, like, <laughs> live live through these teens being all horny and, and loving each other. Yeah. Uh, that's so... Did you date for all of middle school, all three years? No. So we only... Uh, so my middle school is only seven and eight. And oh, okay. I... We, we dated off and on through seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then in eighth grade, when he dated other girls, it was, like, so 
traumatic. Oh, boy. That does suck because I feel like most of middle school and high school dating is just hourly showing that you're dating someone. Yes. By, like, holding hands and then, like, like a peck on the cheek or on the lips before you walk into class or whatever. It was really weird because then you would hear, like, rumors about stuff. So he and I, like, maybe pecked on the lips, like, twice. Mm-hmm. Very chaste, like we, but we were, it was really like intense emotionally, I suppose. And then I would like hear rumors about, like, I don't know, okay, so now he's probably making out with this new girl. And I would just be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was too prudish for him. And I feel like at that age, everything has so much gravitas and weight to it. So you're just like, I truly, I wasn't horny enough for him. Truly. He didn't want me and all I wanted to do is hold hands and high five. Uh-huh. Totally. And I when get that. this girl who was like our who we, we both were good friends with who liked him also, when she found out that we had been back together for two months since the community dance, mm-hmm. she <laughs> left choir. Like I mean we were in choir class mm-hmm. and she like ran out to the bathroom like sobbing and I was just like to my teacher like I have to go follow her. And my teacher was like Okay. And me and her <laughs> spent the entire period like sobbing in this bathroom where I was like, I'm sorry, but we really like each other. You can't ask us not to be together. I'm sorry, but we kept it a secret because we care about you. I love this so much. This is like a Sweet Valley High novel. I <laughs> have never been more pleased to hear this. It's so funny because in comparison, I mean, truly, he was probably the only boy who had a crush on. Like, I was not. Blah. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was like very flat chested, dressing like a boy, like very, mm-hmm. this is not, this is, th- this paints a picture of, this was like the one cool thing that happened. The rest of the time I was just like schoolwork. You do strike me as a person who follows rules and loves school. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both are true. <laughs> boy, I miss school. <laughs> oh man, I'm just itching to get back to school. I wish I could buy supplies and answer mm-hmm. questions. <laughs> Honestly, if you did that, that would be really funny. You should host a school party. Oh, okay. <laughs> we all just kind of get drunk, get out a ruler. And, oh, uh, this sounds fun. Get out protractors. I got to do it. I got to do it. I want us all to, di- to dissect a book, though. I'm not interested in repeating math and science. No, okay. thank you. Keep them on the shelf. Not okay. for me. But for us all to have like read Hatchet and been like, what do we think about Hatchet? Well, why don't you start a book club? You're right. But I think it was Gilly I was talking to where I was like, we should start a book club. Who was it? I don't know. I wrote it down on my phone and I keep, it's a note on the notes app and I keep running across a book club and I'm like, who did I say this to? Okay. I'm going to start a really strict one where if you come and you haven't read the book, you can leave. You can fucking get the fuck out. <laughs> I would be like, all right, I got to go. No. <laughs> like I read the Wikipedia page. Exactly. I'd be like, okay, please at least read the cliff notes mm-hmm. that are handed to you at the door. When you come in, you have one hour. Please be able to contribute to conversation. I... Honestly, would go. I would really like it. Did you have a boyfriend in high school? I did. This is so cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Like, Thank you to a lot of people who are like, no, I didn't really date until I like you know came into my own and blossomed. But I love it. Like while you're blossoming. You were dating. Well, here's the thing. I've always had a lot of guy friends, and I've always I've always been around. Like guy friends, my birthday mm-hmm. parties growing up always had more boys than Wait, girls. Before we get into the high school boyfriend, we gotta take a break. Mm-hmm. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code date me 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com newly with two U's with code date me 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. Today and every day Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, and we're back with Jess McKenna, and we're talking about how she is uh, uh, yummy for men. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really don't. I want. I don't want to like paint this in a light where I'm like, it's so cool to be a guy's girl. F girls who aren't <laughs> like, boy, I um, so yuck. But I just mean I was legitimately. Mm-hmm. I had a ton of boy. Not because I didn't. I was not like girls are weird. I just had a lot of guy friends, and um. I think I had that thing where, oh, I, I just, the, enough time around some of these boys, they'd be like, mm-hmm. I guess you, this, this I do want me. to have I a crush this. on you. So, I mean, again, pretty nerdy. There was a boy who I was very good friends with my sophomore year when I first started doing mock trial. Mm-hmm. And then by junior year, we were like, oh, we have crushes on each other. But mm-hmm. it was a whole year of doing make-believe courtroom before we were Did like. Did you wear suits? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I love this so much. <laughs> Just like some teens with zits and suits being like, wow, she really argued that case well. Mm -hmm. I think I could argue my case to date her. Yeah, you're getting it. (laughs) I mean, so it's much more like when in Mean Girls they pan over to like this, the the like making out band geeks. You know, like Mm -hmm. I don't want to throw shade at mock trial. It was very cool. Um, (laughs) But it was very, it wasn't like, oh, I have like we're meeting at part. I didn't go to a Mm -hmm. single high school party. Really? Yeah. I like. I mean, I had a different, I had like a wide variety of friends and I would mm-hmm. maybe be with like partying type kids on like dances and stuff. Oh, we all went to homecoming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I never, all of high school, I never went to like, a parents are gone and there's alcohol party. Oh. I went to a couple, not like a bunch. It wasn't like every weekend, but uh, I remember vividly. It was a drama kid party. Very cool. Uh, I asked somebody who was going to be there, who was older, to get me absolute vanilla. I don't know why I I thought that was going to be good. And I was drinking it straight. Oh, my gosh. And now I cannot have absolute vanilla. Yeah, absolutely not. It is. I can't have any vanilla vodka. It's so, ugh. Ugh. I I drink, like, half a bottle of it. What do we even know when we start? What do we even know? You know nothing. You're just like, yeah, natural ice is the creme de la creme of beers. I love it. I love it. The PBR, more, yes, the please. more it tastes like water, the better it is. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. Now I like, not a heavy beer. I can't drink a Guinness. 
That's too heavy. I can like once on St. Patrick's Day or like maybe a couple darker beers at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm like, I'm a real like, hip IPA girl. Ooh, there you go. I don't even know what the difference is between like, I know a stout is very heavy and IPA is like kind of heavy. Well, an IPA has a high ABV, like a high alcohol content. Oh. So it's like heavy in, in like a dark beer can have a heavier ABV, mm-hmm. but it's lighter in color and it's hoppier, more of that bitterness of hops. Oh, you know a lot about beer. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. I had Everclear for the first time a couple weeks ago. What? I love it. How did you not have it <laughs> earlier? I I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, to me, that is. That's being, what everyone kept saying. That's like a 20 year old you put in punch. That's yes, like jungle I've juice. I never had it. I think it was because I always like BYOB'd. I would bring like my own bottle of absolute vanilla. Uh, <laughs> so I never really drank jungle juice. But Everclear is fun. I mean, it will be efficient. I had maybe half a shot of it. And was the happiest I've ever been. That's great. I love it. And then I was going to smoke a cigarette. And this is like on a set. And they're like, do not, please do not smoke a cigarette right now. Do not light anything near your mouth right now. And I was like, really? They're like, yes, it is highly flammable. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Never thought of that. Yeah, they were like, if you must rinse your mouth out with water. And I was like, I think everyone's being really just, uh, this is overkill. Until I saw them light it on fire and it immediately goes up in flames. Oh my gosh. It's wild. Whoa, put it in your body. (laughs) Put it right in your body. It fast. And you can't get it in some states. Really? You can't get it in um, uh, New York. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my friend who was on set with me was like, yeah, I have to drive to Jersey to get it. And I was like, this is... Very curious. Yeah. But I love it. I love it so much. Well, it's it's fun when you can just do it quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, when alcohol just goes quick, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's like, ooh, this is powerful stuff. What a roller coaster. I love it. Did you have a boyfriend in college? I think yes. the answer is yes. <laughs> this is so exciting. I love that you've dated. But I really like feel like I haven't because I, these are like, okay, these are the boys I've kissed. Uh, <laughs> here we go. They go in order and then I'm married. <laughs> um, yes. So my high school boyfriend was a year older than me. So my senior year, we were still together, but it was a little like wonky because he was in Boston playing junior hockey. Mm-hmm. He was a delight, a very sweet boy. Um, but we had, uh, we broke up when I went to college Mm-hmm. And then end of freshman year, I started dating a boy that, get this, I also met in mock trial. I love it. I love it. You keep arguing and they keep a coming. Maybe I should do mock trial. Yeah. Is there adult mock trial? I guess that's just like getting arrested. <laughs> I was going to say being a lawyer. but <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that would be great if there was. I would really flip for it. Um, I didn't like it in my, as much in college. I quit after freshman year. Oh. Um, there was like a moment where uh, Kanye played Northwestern and I missed it because I was doing a tournament oh. in Des Moines and I was like, I think I'm making the wrong choices. I, I'm i really glad you quit because of Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. Something I, I really owe him and I'm sure he would love to take credit for. <laughs> I mean, imagine someone told that to him and he just really found delight. 
I feel like he would find delight in it. Yeah, he'd be like, he. I think he would think it was like beautiful that I mm-hmm. wanted um, joy over regimented mock trial, maybe. I think so. And then also Kim is becoming a lawyer. I know. Well, so then would he hate it? No, I think he would like it. He'd be like, my girl's a lawyer and I made her. Qu- oh, no, he would hate it. Yeah. Now I see where we're going with that. That's OK. I'm all right. Current Kanye, I'm OK being um, opposed to. He a little wild. Also, Kim has new uh, shapewear and she called it kimono. And I don't know why she did that. Why did you do that, Kim? Can't call it kimono. It's not even a kimono. Come on, Kim. Maybe it was like Kim, Kim on Kim on Kim you. On you? Kim own you because you will buy anything she puts out. That's what she should have named it. Kim, Kim on you. you. And then everyone would be like, yes, queen, yes, Kim on me. <laughs> Kim, you can get, you can take that for free. Yeah, Kim, if you're listening to Why Won't You Date Me? <laughs> I you, mean. You can have that idea. I wouldn't be surprised. I would. <laughs> I fully would. She doesn't have time to listen to podcasts. Um, yeah. Pl- She's busy. Flights? Oh, Maybe. But I feel like when you're flying private, there's so much you can do. That's true. And also being like driven in. I mean, Cal- I mean when was the last time you drove to freaking Calabasas? It's far. Like, it they is must, far. They must spend a good amount of their time in traffic. In cars. And I, I appreciate that that's not really a huge part of the show. <laughs> because Imagine must- the whole show was just like to and fro. And then you know we're stuck on the 101. We're stuck in the we traffic We tried to pop Malibu. up from the 405 and it's not working <laughs> out. Um, yeah, uh, but yes, I met another boy in mock trial and we dated till my junior year. Okay. And then you didn't have a boyfriend senior year? Correct. Oh. And then no boyfriend that whole year in New York. Mm Mm-hmm. Kept trying to fall in love with boys on trains. I fully identify with that. Kept trying to make eye contact. Yes. Yes. And trying to like have a real meet cute. Like, look at us on the D train, stuck (sighs) underground, just like. Eyeing each other. Yeah, what are you reading? Really oh. just falling in love. Oh my gosh, we're getting off at the same stop. This is wild. Do you live near me? Are oh we neighbors? Oh my gosh, what's happening? My friends tell a story that one time I ran down the street after a boy that I've been making eye contact mm. with. I don't really remember this. I feel like the story's gotten a little <laughs> hyperbolic <laughs> over the years. But I think I did just like run back and I was like, huh, I didn't find him. I've chased after boys and then they get like lost in the crowd. Yeah. I once put up, I don't know if I've told this story before, I once put up a misconnection because I was going down the 23rd Street subway stop on the 1, and there was a very handsome homeless man sitting there, and I, like, gave him a dollar, and we, like, touched hands, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. And then he, like, touched my shoe and was like, I like your boots, and I was like, thank you. And then we just, like, kind of stood there and stared at each other, (laughs) like, having this weird moment. And then the train came, and I was like, I have to... Get on the train. He was like, I have to sit here. Oh. And then I got on the train. I was like, I think I love him. So then I wrote a misconnection on Craigslist. Uh-huh. And I was like, if you happen to like, you know, clean up and like find a computer, <laughs> you're looking for this black woman whose boot you touched. It's me. And uh. I did get people responding who were like, I really hope you find him. This is a really cute story. And I didn't find him. But if you're listening to Why Won't You Date Me, uh, why didn't you follow me on that trade? Probably because it would have been scary. Yeah. That wouldn't have been good. But it would have been nice for him to be like, I found you. Yeah. He was that's, so hot. That's really sweet. 
I used to check misconnections. Really? Yes, because I'm like, for sure, one of these meaningful train eye contacts is going to lead to something. And it never, never did. did. It never did. I would did. check. I think I checked for like six months after I met him. Oh, <sighs> that's last. so lovely. I wish he had said, get the next one when you said I have to get on this train. Oh, that would have been great. I would have sat down and talked to him if he had said that. I don't think I was in a rush to go anywhere. Uh, I truly don't remember where I was going. Oh, no, home. Because I was going uptown. Uh I recently met a man. Uh, I have not gone out with him yet. Who knows if it's going to be good? But I met him at this job I was working, and we like made eye contact. And I was like, "Oh, he's very, very handsome." Uh, so then I asked the makeup girl, I was like, uh, "Find out who this man is." And she said, "Okay." And then he came over with a bottle of water and was like, "I heard you're thirsty." And I was like, "I'm very thirsty." <laughs> I left him a note that said, uh, thank you for the water. If you like hot chocolate, here's my number. And then he texted Hell me. Hell yes. I have done this no less than 42 times, Ugh. and it's never worked. Or no, this is the second time it worked. I was eating at Hugo's on Santa Monica, and I left my number for the server, mm -hmm. and then he texted me. And then we like text each other for like three, four days, and I was like, okay, let's go out. And then he said, oh... Uh, I think I may have given you the wrong idea. And I was like, you absolutely gave me I'm the wrong sorry. idea. What do you think texting from a phone number left behind? What idea do you think? That I wanted a new friend? No, no I don't want a new friend. This, everyone needs to listen up. No one wants any more friends. No, I have enough. And if I want a friend, that will be what I say. Yeah. I like you. Let's be, be friends. friends. But I did not say friendship at all. On that receipt, uh, I think it was like a heart and my number. Come on. But also he like kept talking. We were texting. He was like, I started doing improv. I think you do improv at UCB. And I was like, hey. get out of here. Get out of here. I was like, I'll continue talking to you because why not? Maybe something will blossom. But uh, nothing blossomed. Well, yeah, that, that was a real dweeb move on that part, on the yes. on that guy's part. Can we bring back dweeb? Yeah, let's bring back dweeb. What a fucking dweeb. dweeb. I just like how it sounds. It's so, it's got such a good sound. It sounds like what it is. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to go all the way and call him like a jerk or a dick. It's just mm -hmm. like, that guy was a dweeb. You were a fucking dweeb. You thought you had the right read on this and you didn't, obviously. You didn't at all. I truly was so confused as to why he thought... I needed to text a man for for fun. Come on. I barely want to talk to men at all. Yeah. They're bad. <laughs> Most of them are very bad. Uh, I got smacked on the butt by one yesterday, two days ago. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Okay, so I, <laughs> I'm writing a self-help book called Very Fat, Very Brave, The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Brave and Not Suicidal in a Bikini. And this <laughs> rolls off the top. Oh my gosh. So I've been taking pictures in bikinis in weird places. Uh -huh. So we found, me and Kim, uh, the girl who's photographing for me, she's wonderful and I love her. We found this construction site. We've truly just been driving around LA trying to find weird walls and things to take pictures in front of. And we found this construction site and it was pretty wide open. And we were like, oh, Nobody's here. Let's go in. So then we go in. We find this big tractor. And I was like, ooh, let's take a picture in front of this big tractor. So then I start, like, posing in front of it. I'm wearing a gold lame bikini. And then this man's like, what are you doing here? And we're like, uh, just uh, taking pictures. We're really sorry. And then he was like, why are you wearing that? And I was like, oh, you know, for a picture. And he was like, okay, <laughs> okay, could take the picture. 
I was like, okay. So then we were like taking pictures and then he like takes out his phone. And I was like, do you want to take a picture? And he was like, uh, yes. And I said, okay. So then he takes a picture and Kim was trying to defuse the situation because we didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. I don't know if you can like call the cops or something for trespassing. Sure. So she was like, do you want to take a picture with her and I'll take it for you? And he was like, yes, yes, I do. So then he comes next to me, puts his arm around me and like just places his hand on my butt and like squeezes it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And when things like this happen, I'm a very loud person. I very much stand up for myself. But when things like that happen, I feel like I regress to being a kid. And sure. I'm like, this adult is doing something and I can't I can't say anything because like what happens if I get in trouble? And he like smacked my butt and then he leaned over and was like, you have a fat ass. And I was like, yes, I do. OK, goodbye. Goodbye. And then he's like, where are you going? And I was like, we have to go. So then like we run in the car and then he's like coming out and we're like, I don't know what he's going to do. So then we drove away and we were both like, that was bad, right? She was like, yes, that was very, very bad. And then I was like trying to rationalize and I was like, well, you know, I didn't want to get in trouble. That's why I didn't like hit him or anything. And then she's like, no, I get that. And then I was like, wait a minute. Just because I walked into your job in a bikini doesn't give you a right to smack my ass. No. Which is the most insane sentence I think I've said in a while. <laughs> but still true. But it's very true. So, gentlemen, if you're listening out there, if a nice lady in a gold made bikini walks into your job, you can look, but don't you touch. Don't smack her ass and don't say weird things and no. don't take out your phone for a photo no. without asking. Oh, you there's so ask. many things I hate about this. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there is just still, there's, I mean, there's true fight or flight. There's like a shock moment. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody as actualized and, and empowered as they can be is immediately like, there's still still fear and mm -hmm. like, wait, what, what is this happening? And shock. Yeah. I mean, so don't. You didn't don't need to beat yourself up for not <gasps> saying anything you, right Jess. away. That's oh, horrible. Boy. Yeah, it really sucked. And then we we like stopped for the day because we were like, this we gotta we just gotta chill mm. out. Yeah, let's try to shake that off. And That's then gross. yesterday we took pictures in front of Ampel Hills Creamery, one of my favorite ice cream places on Hillhurst, right here in Los Angeles, California. And I was holding or she put the cone in the door so I could change, like in the handle of her door. Mm -hmm. And then I Closed the door too hard, and then my ice cream cone fell down. Come on. And I was like, I think we're done today, too. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Summer, I'm putting you on blast. Can yeah. you be nicer to Nicole? Just a little nicer. Can you just be nicer and not let any of her ice cream cones fall? I mean, that would be nice. This year's just been pretty trying. Oh. It's been a very weird year. Is it hard to feel like it's a weird year when you're so, bit like, busy yes yeah it's uh it's very strange to to be like thing weird things keep happening to me uh but then also like I'm doing well I'm thriving right uh, I'm working a lot I feel good but uh men in, in particular keep being very strange to me I was flying back from Clusterfest and in San Francisco and I was wearing a leopard print outfit uh, a little wild but whatever and I like Go through the TSA, the first part where they look at your ID. My ID's back in my bag, and I'm walking through the metal detector. And the man manning it went, aloha, have fun in Maui. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm not, what? And then I like looked at him and laughed, because I was like, oh, maybe he's making a joke. And then he stared straight ahead and didn't smile back. And I was like, okay, uh, maybe I don't talk to men anymore. <laughs> just maybe we just pretend they're not here. That's... So it was weird. very strange. And I still can't 
understand why he said that. No. And he didn't talk to anybody else. Have, I like stood there for a hot second to be like, is he saying other stuff? He didn't say anything else to anybody. Have fun in Maui. Aloha. Have fun in Maui. Yeesh. Oh, men weird to you? Everyone do better. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think that uh, I, I mean, I think I have a, a, like, I've never, I don't feel like I got hit on barely ever or like approached or flirted with. Uh I don't think I ever, I mean, really very, very rarely. I don't know how much of a deterrent like wearing a wedding ring is now, but even Mm. like before then, which is also so shitty it shouldn't be like oh you're an, uh, somebody owns you goodbye <laughs> I'll be nice to the ones that the boys own <laughs> um, but I, I just uh, like uh, I don't know I don't feel like I've ever been a magnet for that kind of energy good or bad Fair. very just sort of like scooting by a neutral wait till a boy in mock trial notices <laughs> me wait, oh so you didn't have to do any dating apps ever no that's my God, what a blessing for you. I know that it probably is. I kind of wish I had it that year in New York just because the only oh. thing I could do was stare at people on the train. Like, What I, year was that? 2009 to 2010. Okay, I think that's when they first were like starting to become like more there, popular. There was like on, like you could do like Match or OkCupid mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but I don't think... I don't think it was on the app I yet. don't think Tinder existed yet, but OkCupid definitely existed. Yeah. Because I would talk to a gentleman on OK Cupid. I actually did do the thing where they put like New York singles in um, Time, Time Out, Out New York. And I wrote in about one of them and he wrote back to me and then ghosted me. Oh, dang. But, you know, this is. I did it. I was one of the, the singles oh, for Time Out right. New York. Didn't you have like a firefighter or something? No, nobody contacted Wait, me. I thought you had. Oh, this No. Come on. No, but a boy I did love, uh, his name is EJ. He was also a Time Out New York single. And I got real drunk at his house and fell down his stairs and passed down. Then peed peed on his floor. Just a really, really good, cute story about how maybe uh, I was really rebelling against the death of my parents. Anywho! Uh, so I, like, messaged him. I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, like, uh, I'm really sorry about how, like, things ended. And uh, if you want to go out on a date, let's do it. And he was like, long ago forgotten. Uh, ne- Wait, no. Long ago forgiven, never forgotten, be well. And I was like, okay. But then we recently reconnected. Uh, He did an episode of the podcast. And then um, he came to my show when I was in New York and Brooklyn. And then he like sent me an email. I was like, I'm going to be on Jeopardy. And I was like, that's great. I fucking love Jeopardy. And uh, I think it aired on the 12th. So I could say he won his episode, which is really cool. Get it. And then we just talked about Alex Trebek. And I was like, oh, boy, I really, really buffed that. No. But also, if it was meant to be, it would have been. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. We all peed on floors. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever peed on a floor? Um... No, but I've puked on a floor and had to be been like lifted up into a loft bed by three guy friends. Oh, so no. you know, I mean, just like we you, don't know. You do, we, things, you do things. You try to figure out your limits and you, what you should be doing and what, what you shouldn't be doing. Boundaries you have. Oh, you boundaries know? are fun to figure you, out. And you know what? You gotta find them because no one tells them to you anymore. They don't. Although yesterday I could, <laughs> I was wearing a bathing suit. 
And I could like feel my nipple. And I was like, hey, John, John Milhai is my roommate. I mm-hmm. said, feel my nipple. And then he was like, Nicole, this is a boundary. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to feel your nipple. And I was like, but are you sure? It's really pointy right now. <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> I want to say firmly, John's the weird one in this conversation. Thank you. I was <laughs> thank you. John Milhauser, your roommate? Yes, he's the weird one. Yeah, John, you're the fucking weird, weird one. one. <laughs> He deals with so much. <laughs> um, I, I also really like articulating boundaries as such. Like, okay, we've approached mm-hmm. a boundary. <laughs> Which is fair. I like that too. Yeah. Hey, listen. Good communication. Boundary, we're really getting there. Yeah. You gotta just uh, peel it back a little. You gotta find it. What was your first date with Morgan? So you saw a play and then what did you do after? We got um, like sausage and a beer. And mm, then yes, it, yes, yes. it was a moment where I had to like, we were still in a zone where, I mean, maybe this is, you probably should maybe split some sort of difference on this. I feel like now, if I were to go on a date and we had seen that we followed each other on Instagram, mm-hmm. I feel would feel comfortable being like, oh yeah, I saw just recently you went to Machu Picchu, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to put that on the gram. But, you know, this is in the phase where you like don't want to address anything you saw. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a lot of pretending that I didn't ah. know he had four siblings and they just mm-hmm. had a family wedding. <laughs> I knew a lot about him from, like, Facebook, but the other thing that happened was I was still staying, like, in Orange County, so Mm -hmm. um, we're, like, talking and having, like, a great time, and I look down at my phone, and I have, like, five missed calls from my mom and, like, four Mm -hmm. texts that are, like, I understand you're having a good time, but I'm getting very worried. (laughs) So then I was, like, I'm so sorry. My mommy is calling, and I need to go. I need to go home. So then we like said goodnight, and I uh, he drove me back to my car, which was parked at his um, place, Mm -hmm. and we kissed by my car door, and I drove home. Oh, that's so cute. That was very cute. And then what was your second date? Our second date, I think I was starting to do Story Pirates um, out in Westwood. And like the very wet, and also just not knowing LA geography. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, maybe you could drop by Westwood afterwards. And oh, he was boy. like, okay. Like just took it on the chin, mm-hmm. even though he'd been living in LA for a few years. So he came to Westwood and we honestly just walked around and made out. Oh, it was real great. That's, uh, this is so cute. I fucking love it. <laughs> we just and then like, what was your third date? Um, our third date, I think I'm getting, I, swapped I'm not sure I think third date he came down to Orange County and we Mm -hmm. went out like in downtown Fullerton shout out and then oh this was very funny um he was going to go home and I said do you want to come inside and make out on my mom's couch and he said (laughs) yeah I do want to do that so then he and I were making out on my mom's couch and then my mom from upstairs called Jess and then I like went to the base of the stairs where she Uh can't see the family room but she can see like me now Mm -hmm. I've like walked around the corner and I'm like "Uh uh-huh and she's like, oh, is he here? And I was like, uh-huh. And she was like, okay, sorry. Very weird to like live out of your mom's house for five years and then be back for two months. And she's like, I need some communication about where you are. That's really funny. Yeah. And also so cute. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's here. I know. Yes, mother. Uh-huh. And then our fourth date was um, we... I came back up to L.A. and it was like, okay, I'm going to like you're going to come to some activities like with friend, like Mm -hmm. L.A. friends. And the first one was um, playing apples to apples with a group of like now a collection of slightly like people who've been on TV who Mm -hmm. it was very like they weren't at the time. And now I'm like, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. And they were house sitting 
and we played apples to apples and What's had like, apples to apples. It's a horrible game, Nicole, where <laughs> people who don't have senses of humor compete <gasps> to see which version of their non joke is the least funny. It's, oh boy, it's like Cards Against Humanity, but like you put down a card mm-hmm. and it'll be like prickly, and you have a set of cards. And then you put down, like, Richard Nixon, and someone else puts down cactus, like, things that prickly makes you think of. And then we rotate who's the judge. So then some, like, Yahoo is like, I think prickly (laughs) is the funniest. And it's horrible. So I, but I'm like, I don't know these people. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, let's play Apples Apples. We left. And I I was like, I have to tell you, I absolutely hated that. (laughs) That game is horrible. And then we went to a different party where his friend blew out his knee playing um, a speed, like speed ball, which is this drinking game where you throw ping pong balls at, it's not beer pong, you like throw them at Mm -hmm. one can of beer. And if you hit it, you have to like drink the whole thing. And he was like reaching for a ball and hurt his knee. And we maybe were going to have to take him to the hospital. But the important thing about this date is I told my mom ahead of time, mom, this is kind of, this is before Uber and Lyft. So Mm -hmm. I was like, mom, I am going to be drinking this evening so I am not going to then drive back home to Orange County. Mm-hmm. So I will be staying over at Morgan's <laughs> place, which was very ridiculous to mm-hmm. be like, Mom, this is what's happening. But I love it. It's really cute that you're a full-grown adult that hasn't been at home for a long time. And then suddenly you've regressed back to what it was like before you left home. Yes. I think that's so cute. It was funny and and I was a little more like, oh, this sucks at the time. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, whatever. I have to text you. This is no big deal. Like, if it makes you feel, like, not worried. My mom gets really worried about driving. So, like, she's very big on if we're hanging out at her house, can mm-hmm. you just text me when you get home? And I'm, I used to be like, the idea of this <laughs> is offensive. I'm an adult. But then I was like, it takes you two seconds. And then your sweet Mm -hmm. mom doesn't worry. And then I do that to people. I'm like, please text me. Yeah. When you get home so I know that, like, the Uber driver didn't kill you. Yeah. Or, like, you didn't get into a car accident. It's just nice. It is. It's nice to be like, I'm home safe. I'm home safe, yeah. Um, When did you, were you exclusive from the start? Uh, No, but, like, very quickly. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think, like, date nine or something oh pretty quick that is very quick yeah i also told him i loved him like two months in and he was like um i'm not ready to say that (laughs) oh is that really what he said back yeah and then when did he finally say did you keep saying i love you no but but i did one more time i was like you know what and i knew that was the case we had talked about like literally defining love differently you know Mm -hmm. like uh, I would say it to friends about friends, and he's like, "No, I reserve it." There are there. Here's the very short list of people I love, mm-hmm. and so rationally, I knew. Okay, we have we're gonna have different like barriers for saying this word. Mine's gonna be way lower because mm-hmm. he's gonna cross that threshold pretty quick for me to consider that I love him, and for him, he never said it to anybody like romantically. Mm-hmm. I'd said it to two people, and so I was like, yeah, or three people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I know when I'm going to say it. And I just was like, I just feel like you have the right to know. And he was like, okay. <laughs> oh, Jess, I love you. I just feel like you have the right to know that I, I love, love you. you. I don't feel like I can say that right now. Yeah, huh? And then like that was maybe mid-October. And then like maybe end of November, I was like, or mid-November, I was like, mm-hmm. Uh, so like, can I get an ETA? <laughs> And he was like, um, this is a little unfair. My you're God, like, what a treat. I fucking love. Can I get an ETA on when you're going to love me back? Uh-huh. And I was like, I just kind of, are we like en route or? 
What did he say and to he, that? And he was just kind of like, hey, I feel like you knew that that this was going to be different for me. And um, we've already now had this. Con- I, I promise you'll be the first to know. <laughs> there was a really big maturity gap, I think, when we first started. He's three mm-hmm. years older, but I think those three years have now like gone away in terms of what they mean. But 23, mm-hmm. 26, I feel like we really were like living in in that our first year I feel like I could really characterize as <laughs> Jess was a little bit of a baby <laughs> and like a little bit like everything should be this way and if it's mm-hmm. not uh and then he um a little bit later like a few weeks later we went to Disneyland with two of his best friends and it was pouring rain the whole day and I grew up going to Disneyland I know it like the back of my hand mm-hmm. I was like obsessed that the lines were short because it's normally packed at Christmas so mm-hmm. I was like all right, y'all are down to go hard. And they were like, yeah, we are. And I was like, great, let's go. And I was like, I'm going to run ahead and get these fast passes. You, go get more hot chocolate because it's freezing. You, meet me over here. And I just like or, like cranked the mm-hmm. day and we had the best time. We just like were just losing our minds going on so many rides. And then when we got back to his place that night, I was just kind of, we were freezing all day. So I was mm-hmm. like borrowing sweatshirts and I like sat back down on his bed and he was like, I love you. <gasps> And he's like, I knew it today when, without any pretension, you knew where every bathroom was. <laughs> I thought, that's my girl. Oh, that's so sweet. And also, almost nicer than him just saying it back to you when you first said it. Oh, yeah. I'm gl- I mean, he's a very honest, he's extremely, he values honesty over all things. Mm-hmm. So I think it, he never would have done that. And I knew that about him. So I, I knew it was a risk to say it. I was mm-hmm. like, this guy's not going to say it yet. I'm going to do it anyway because he has the right to know. I really love that you in your brain were like, well, I feel it. And he's a right to know how I feel. That's how I felt. And I'm going to tell him right now. I know. I know. I know. Um, I think it's really great. It did cause, I think, uh, a massive, like every fight for the next two years was about like, I love you more because I said it first. <laughs> so it definitely had, like, a negative ripple. Mm-hmm. But now in the whole story of our relationship, I'm like, yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's, like, perfect. <sighs> of course, once he saw me being completely practical and good with his friends, he was like, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I feel like your relationship is so nice and pure. Yeah, we're two little, like, innocent sweeties, I feel like. I think that's a very good way to describe you. Also, like... When I've hung out with both of you, uh, I don't, you don't feel, you know how sometimes you'll be with a couple and you're like, I feel excluded. Um, it feels like you're just talking to each other and um, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, I think I would fully hang out with just the two of you and be the third wheel and not feel like the third wheel, which I think is fucking cool. That's very kind. I love that compliment and he would love that compliment so much. Tell Morgan I said it. I will. He, uh, that matters a ton to him. Yeah, you guys are a very fun couple to be near. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Jess, we've come to the end. Oh, boy. Can I ask a question? Uh Uh-huh. I ask all of my guests, except for Carl Tart and one other person. Can you do a bonus up with just Carl Tart? Because I feel like (laughs) the people got to know. Yeah, maybe I will. I'll just be like, Carl, will you come do my podcast? And I have one One question. question. (laughs) And that is it. And then I release the episode, and it's six minutes long with, like, four ad breaks. Jess McKenna, would you date me? Okay, here, I've thought about this question a lot. Big fan of the pod, big fan fan of you. And so here is, here's my answer. Because, okay, um, Mm -hmm. first of all, I have to suspend disbelief 
uh, that I am not heterosexual. Like, you know, okay. we were already Fair. in a space where I'm like imagining mm-hmm. just based on my attraction to you as a human. And then I am married. So it's like, okay, what is this version? <laughs> so here's how I've devised my answer to this question. There's me at 23 imagining mm-hmm. like if I met you before I met Morgan. Like if you if you were there first and mm-hmm. would I date you, but never of meeting meeting Morgan at that age. There's a version where we try to imagine he doesn't exist, and then there's a version where he dies in like a heroic sailing accident. <laughs> a heroic sailing. And, accident. and I've had the experience of Morgan, and now I'm getting back out there. Okay, so me at 23 could not date you. Okay, I'm too scared. I'm, okay, I'm very like I've Kira. Then here's the few boys I've kissed. I'm very nervous. Mm-hmm. Everything like uh, I'm pretty sexually repressed. So I think I would have been like, oh, no, this is very scary. How do we talk about the fact that I've done almost nothing? Like, so I think 23 year old Jess absolutely can't handle you. Okay. Imagining no Morgan. I don't know. I don't know that person. Mm-hmm. Imagining Morgan dying in a heroic sailing accident. And now I'm like, uh, the morning period has passed and I'm getting back out there. A hundred percent. Yes. Yay. You're Does the best. Morgan sail a lot? No, I just want to okay. like paint him in a good, like we didn't get divorced. Okay. He didn't die. He did something cool. And, and it's sad for me. I miss him a lot. I really love him, <laughs> but I'm ready to get back out there. And I think some, I would be drawn to, and now ready to be like, oh my gosh, yes. Thank you. Well, you're the best. That's a nice, honest answer. And I like that you thought about it. Yeah, well, big fan, you know. Stop it. I'm a big fan of you. Uh, Truly, Jess, I mean, I'm going to ask you what you want to plug, but Jess has a podcast called Off Book, and it is so delightful. It's you you and Zach Reno, and you improvise a full fucking musical every time you do it live and every time you do it in a studio and it's and you have a, an accompanist 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 I know it's tricky accompanist accompanist mm-hmm. and it is so magical to watch you are so talented at just coming up with these lyrics that make sense and really fit the mood and the vibe I really like it that is so kind thank you so much yeah that's great yeah check out off book what I else love would doing you it. like to to plug. I don't know. I mean, Zach and I also wrote an album called The Calendar Album. Um, so it's like our written music mm-hmm. uh, that you can check out on Spotify or Apple Music. Uh, that That's cool. But yeah, we love doing Off Book. It's a real joy for us. So And Nicole's been on it and been very funny. I was very intimidated. No, you were great. Oh, it was so scary. That episode also, um, my mother-in-law was in the audience and it was... <laughs> It was pretty, it was kind it was, of tame. It was pretty tame. I think there was like one moment where we all went in hard on talking about <laughs> like a dick. And I think it was early. I think in mm-hmm. general, the episode ended up being very PG-13. But like, I feel like there was something fairly early where like, mm-hmm. you have that little weather boy dick. Like it was something about Kimberly. <laughs> I can't remember. But I just remember being like, I honestly prefer to break this seal early. Let's just like get out there. <laughs> was it too dirty for no, you? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I always get a little worried when there's like... An older relative. You can't, though. You know, you gotta just... I once did a doppelganger show, which is uh, my team with Sashir's Maid and our other friend, Keisha Zoller, where her aunt had come to see the show. And I can't remember what it was, but it was maybe like 10, 15 minutes in. It was something about, I don't know, dicks. And she stood up and went, I'm sorry, this is too much for me. Oh, (laughs) my She waited in the lobby for us. Oh, my word. And she kept apologizing. We're like, no, no, it's fine. We get it. Oh, my word. Well, Uh, oh, gosh, that's so, oh, boy. It was very funny. Yeah, that's funny. I laughed very hard. That's funny. 
But if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe. You can send me a nasty little message either on uh, the iTunes iTunes, or you can send it in a DM, which people have uh, liked to do. So this person said, I'd like to spread peanut butter all over your bu- your puss so, you, so your cum would be jelly and eat your bread all day. It kind of doesn't really make sense, but I like it. Here's another one. I'd like to crawl up your pussy and stay in there for my winter hibernation. In the spring, I'll come out to suck on your clit till it's raw enough to make it into sushi. I'll I'll gobble it up if you watch. Uh, that one rivals this one where this man wanted to turn me upside down and fill me with clam chowder. <laughs> this one is so gross that he wants to <laughs> turn my clit into sushi. The idea of reverse engineering something till it's raw <gasps> is really so gross. gross. But pretty creative. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Bye bye. A Team Coco production. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.